The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. Blixin' and blixin' and all his reindeers pulling on the reins. Bells are ringing, children singing, all is merry and bright. So hang your stockings and say your prayers, cause Santa Claus comes tonight. Well, not quite tonight, but 22 days. Ish. Anyway, I put it on. I've got a countdown. I've got a countdown at my house right now. And uh, yeah, we're excited about this. Uh, Christmas around the corner. Uh, it's time for our 6.30 Ched Santa's Anonymous update with Lana Nordland, the uh, head elf over there. Hi, Lana. Hi, Jaylen. You walked in. You look, uh, you look a little more tired than you did last <laughs> week when I saw you. Yes, yes. It's... Um well, trudging through that snow, but mm. I'm hoping now that the snow has hit and December is on the calendar, that people realize that even though Christmas may be, uh, you know, three weeks away, we actually deliver in two, two weeks. weeks. So it's like, okay, we mm. need the stuff and we need it now. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I've actually had to cancel our volunteer, uh, our volunteers that come in and sort the donations because we didn't have anything for them to sort. Oh boy. So we need those donations to come in. So December 15th weekend, December 15th is delivery day. You'll do the next day if if need be, but December 15th. It seems early this year and it's creeping up really, really fast. Um, when we talk about numbers being down and we're we're hearing that again from a number of different organizations but um when you're canceling volunteers to come in and and do wrapping or um, packaging yeah how bad is it yeah that's that's pretty sad it it is it's disappointing because a lot of people this is part of their christmas Mm -hmm. tradition is to to come and volunteer for us and i mean ultimately we're not there to provide a volunteer opportunity we're there to provide Mm -hmm. the uh the christmas gifts for the people that we deliver to but if there's nothing for the volunteers to do it's it's really it's it's hard when you have to turn somebody away or you have to send them off an email and just say you know there's nothing to sort Mm. so uh why don't you try the next day so that yeah yeah, that's, that's pretty hard, but uh, we've got a few donations that got dropped off this morning. Our friends out at Castro Raceway brought mm. a, a whole uh, trailer load. Rob and Chevy backed up, and yeah, there yeah. was literally a trailer full of stuff this weekend. So, it, you know, so it, it is slowly trickling in, but not the way we'd really like to see it. Like if you were to compare it to years past? It's... It's almost it's almost reminiscent of 2010, mm. which uh, was one of my first years with Santa's when we had to put the call out, you know, 10 days before delivery weekend because we didn't have as... Uh, uh, we just couldn't, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm gobsmacked yeah. here. I just, we just, we just couldn't do it. We're not quite that bad okay. as we were. Um, we were suspecting last year might have been um, a little bit worse, but it ended up being not not too bad. And we're also waiting for people to uh, to apply. So you've yeah. got to remember to do your applications as soon as possible, so that we've got enough time to process everything for the weekend. So the goal and the usual, not the goal, but the the requirement usually is about twenty five thousand kids. Uh, a year 
That's what we look at. That's what you look at providing. Yeah, so we anticipate that. Uh, last year, we ended up doing, it was about 22,000 where we did the home delivery program, okay. and then about another 6,000 where we provided uh, a gift through another agency. So some agencies, um, inner city agencies, mm-hmm. uncles and aunts at large, various um, other uh, groups, we may have provided a, a single toy for them um, for their Christmas mm-hmm. party so that they can uh, they can do that. So but ultimately, home delivery is our is our yeah. priority. Someone asked me uh, the other day, Len, said, well, if they don't have enough toys, why don't they just limit or cut back on the number of gifts in a bag that goes to the children. We we could do that. However, what most of what we get is for the three to seven, eight-year-olds. Uh-huh. So uh, we probably are very close to having enough for that. But we don't have enough for the under threes, and we don't have enough for the nine to 12-year-olds. Okay. And that's where you, you struggle because you can't, even if you cut down, you can't give you can't the same them. gift to those age of those, those children. So again, one to three still struggling with, nine to 12 still struggling with. Yeah. Okay. Um, if, if people want to, maybe they're going out shopping tonight, maybe in their mood because of the snow has fallen, mm-hmm. uh, where can they drop off the donations? Well, every um, major shopping mall has a, a box, mm-hmm. uh, as well as the Costco's, Toys R Us, Ikea, Canadian Tire, Superstores, all within the city. Uh, so those are your main yeah. your main locations. And then there's many businesses and other organizations that also have them. So you can check out, uh, there's a map on santasanonymous.ca. Mm-hmm. You can also bring them right here to mm-hmm. Chad. Uh, which 52 on 484th Street, that's uh, always awesome. Yeah, I'm used to tripping over them I when know. I come in the door, and that's not happening no. either. Or, of course, you can bring them right to Santa's Depot, okay. and uh, we're happy to take you on a little tour. 121-2268 Street. You betcha, and there's actually a door that says Toy Drop-Off Door. <laughs> yeah, and you can check out the Jerry Forbes Center. That reality, uh, or that dream became a ra- reality this year as mm-hmm. well. So on Thursday, uh, something special is going to be happening here on the 630 Ched uh, um, on 6.30 Ched, uh, we have a number of uh, auction items that we're going to be auctioning off. So package number one on the morning news with Bro- Bruce Bowie, that'll be between 8 and 9, is uh, accommodations for two nights at Jasper Park Lodge and uh, ski passes at Marmont for two days for four people. So if you're a skier and you're looking mm-hmm. for a great present, that would be ideal. Uh, Jespo has something lined up here. I know. Wow. Fantastic. I know. That's <laughs> Jesperson. Yeah. Uh, Christmas in July, rooftop top patio party. It says 40, 40 amazing guests with uh, a heavy dose of Edmonton's summertime sunshine. Locally sourced barbecue, custom cocktails, mistletoe, craft beer, tacky Christmas trees. Incredible music, boutique photo booths, uh, surprise presents, uh, and it goes on and on. Uh, the winner, the winning bidder, along with 40 or so guests, along with Ryan and his wife Carrie, Nate and Erica Box, and select local purveyors. So it's going to be a, a fun party uh, for that one, the uh, Christmas in July rooftop patio yeah. party. He'll so, auction that off between 10 and 11. Yeah, so you got to gather, you know, 39 of your closest buddies. <laughs> <laughs> or this is a great opportunity for uh, a corporate Christmas party yeah, sure. or a birthday party. Party or you know, uh, you know, you get three or four couples together, and they can invite their friends, mm-hmm. and, and it would be really, really cool to have a bunch of different people meet up for that. Um, I have two packages to auction off between three and four. There's a package, and this one's really cool. So it's three nights accommodation for two at Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas, April fifth through the eighth, and then two tickets anywhere WestJet flies. So the airline tickets can be used for the Vegas trip or used separately. So if you 
want to go to uh, Vegas and you want to cover because maybe you find a seat sale somewhere mm-hmm. or something like that, you can do that. And I don't know, go to England with WestJet tickets. You can exactly, do that. Exactly. I think the gentleman that um, got that auction package last year used them to fly to Sault Ste. Marie because it's so expensive. Well, fly yeah. There. So he didn't, he didn't even fly to Edinburgh or some, <laughs> you know, some foreign land. He flew to Sault Ste. Sault Ste. Marie. Marie. <laughs> uh, and uh, between four and five, this is going to be a, a lots of fun. It's called the Ultimate Ladies Night Out, hosted by me, Global Edmonton's Jennifer Crosby, Daintree Christensen, and Aaron Chalmers. A dinner is going to be supplied by the Italian Centre and wine supply, uh, su- supplied by Sabor, which is a great restaurant downtown. It is fantastic. The winning bidder of this culinary package will be treated to a multi-course menu with wine pairings for 10 at the Italian Centre Shop's flagship Little Italy location. So the meal, though, ladies and gentlemen, is going to be prepared by Top Chef Canada's uh, Top Chef Canada Season 4 winner and Iron Chef Canada competitor uh, Renee Rodriguez and one of Edmonton's most beloved chefs, Chef Lino Oliviero of uh, Sabor Restaurant. That's just the start of it. It continues it on. on. It's a There's going to be cocktails. There's going to be uh, champagne. The cracking and sampling of 70-pound wheel of Parmigiano-Reggiano cheese by the Italian Center. Uh, the dinner is going to feature Italian and Mediterranean food served by, of course, the people that we just mentioned, along with Kent Morrison from Global Edmonton. I know. I know. He's. I talked to him on Saturday. He's very excited. Um, and of <laughs> At course, least I told him he was. <laughs> Sabor's uh, Christian uh, Mena, who's always great. Maybe we'll be lucky Fabulous. and he'll break out into a song. And if there's yes. a piano around, because, you know, he uh, performed on Rent on Broadway, if oh, I remember correctly. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, so, again, this is going to be a great night for a holiday party, a girls' get-together. It could be tons of fun. Yeah, and again, you know, they're calling it girls' night out because mm. it's with all of you lovely ladies. It doesn't have but to be again, all girls. It doesn't have to be all girls. It can be some couples or it could be yep. a bunch of friends, how, whatever you want to whatever you want to do. It's It sounds like it's going to be really fun as well. So the dinner, though, will be hosted Monday, March 18th. Yeah, it is specific to when because the chef we're bringing is here, Renee in. Because yeah. he's, he's coming in specifically for this, coming okay. from Ottawa, yeah. Okay, and finally, read... Between 6 and 7, we'll have uh, one pair of Edmonton Eskimo season seats for 2019 season, an autographed Mike Riley jersey, the visit to uh, the Edmonton Eskimos broadcast booth with Dave Campbell and Morley Scott during a game, four tickets to Edmonton uh, San Jose, uh, December 29th, the Oilers, 2 o'clock, a puck signed by Leon Dreisaitl and a puck signed by the great Ryan Smith. This is great. So right right there at that last package, how yeah. many Christmas presents, how many people yeah. you knocked off your list right there? So think about that. We'll be doing Doing that on Thursday, it's going to be great fun. Again, if you need more information on what's needed, where to go, volunteer hours, how to register, everything you can find at santasanonymous.ca. .ca, you got it, Jaylen. All right, and next Monday, we'll be broadcasting live from the Jerry Forbes Center. Exactly, thank you. See you then. Well, it is called a creature was stirring, and it has been playing on 6:30 Chad on the airwaves since 1966. It's believed to be the oldest continuous running piece radio feature in Canadian radio history. Um, again, it started airing here on 19 in 1966. We always get calls asking for us to play it over and over again. Um, Jerry Forbes. Was the man who was behind this and who voiced it, and for the first time this Christmas season, here it is: a creature was stirring. 
His hair was shoulder length, his youthful face hid behind an abundance of shaggy beard. Over tight faded blue jeans and an old bulky knit, he had thrown his pride and joy, a sheepskin wrap. It had a hole in the center through which he put his head. It was without arms, fell front and back down past his waist to his mid-thigh, and it was gathered at the waist with a chain. His 68 Chevy moved slowly through the streets. It stopped, then started again, making a U-turn at the corner where the driver gazed through the darkness of the night to view the street markers. He was in unfamiliar territory. The houses were one-room frame, and most of them were bare of paint. Lights were few and glowed softly behind polythene, which substituted for storm windows. Up one side of the deserted street, down the other. Then on to the next block, the old Chevy made its way. It stopped, and the door opened, and the young man with the long hair and the beard and the faded jeans and the sheepskin coat got out on the passenger's side and walked to the gate of the house that was a duplicate of all those around it. He walked slowly up the walk, trying to see the house numbers through the dark. He read them. Satisfied that this was the place, he returned to his car, opened the trunk and removed two large brown shopping bags like they use in the supermarket. turned to the front door of the old house and knocked gently. No answer. He knocked again. Then he heard the sound of children. The door opened, and in a brief second, through the dim light inside, he saw poverty at Christmas time. The floor was bare. Three little children were playing there with an old cardboard box. The kitchen table was covered with tattered oil cloth and was surrounded by four bare wooden chairs. A double bed sat in one corner, sagging but neatly made, and a small electric stove sat against the wall. A young woman, perhaps in her late twenties, but looking tired and older than her years, came to the door, scooping up the smallest child as she did. The other child who had opened the door looked at the stranger outside, then stepped back, glancing quickly at her mother. Good evening, ma'am. These are guests for the little ones from Santa's Anonymous, the young man said. The mother looked a long moment at the long-haired, bearded youth with the outlandish sheepskin jacket. She took the two shopping bags filled with gaily wrapped Christmas gifts. She sat the baby down on the floor again and quickly looked at the bright display of parcels. Her eyes welled up with tears, and she could bring herself to say only an almost inaudible thank you. You're welcome, ma'am, the youth said as he turned to go, and have a very merry Christmas. And then it happened. Just as his foot hit the top step of the old porch, as the door was about to close behind him, a small child's voice said, Mommy, was that Jesus? It hit Trip Hammer hard, and the young man stopped for the briefest moment. His chin dropped to his chest, and an almost overwhelming emotion swept through him. slowly now to his ancient car 
crawled in behind the wheel, sat there for a moment trying to get a deep breath. He wiped a tear off his bearded cheek and drove off into the night. It hadn't happened before. It might not ever happen again. But that small child in that small house on Maple Street gave this strange lad in sheepskin coat the most beautiful Christmas gift he had ever received. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.